Highly intelligent and possibly invincible super pigs are invading America. The TSA rules that peanut butter is actually a liquid. And politicians in Finland are rapping for votes. These are the weird stories for Wednesday on the Weird AF News Podcast. The only daily weird news podcast in the galaxy. Highly intelligent, invincible super pigs are invading America. Oh no, more bacon coming to America? I am frightened and concerned. We have here a hybrid breed of super pigs. I don't know what super pigs are. Maybe they're giant pigs. Let's find out. They're a mix of a domestic pig and a wild boar. They're running wild in Canada. And now they're headed right towards the United States. Hmm. Is this like the Canadian bacon lobby getting creative? What's going on here? Trying to spread bacon south? Very smart of you, Canada. Originally, these pigs were crossbred to help farmed pigs grow larger and tolerate the cold temperatures of Canada. I guess that's why they call them super pigs. Uh, A drop in the market about two decades ago led some farmers up there to let their hybrid pigs run free. Okay. Now they're running extremely free because they're about to invade us. Um, I'm wondering if someone will build a wall. Maybe this is the time to build a wall. (laughs) Or just let's unleash our meth gators in Florida on them. You think the meth gators could stop the super pigs? I would, my, my money's on the meth gators. Okay, so the super pigs are moving south, likely headed to the following states. So if you live there, beware. Super intelligent pig alert in the states of Montana, North Dakota, Minnesota, and Michigan. What's the problem? Well, these super pigs are proving very difficult to eradicate. They're extremely powerful. I wonder if we tried to shoot them down like those balloons. Uh, It says here these super pigs survive in a cold climate, which is a big surprise. And the cold hardiness of these hybrid pigs mean they survive well under most conditions. That means other native species do not. They've elaborated on these wild hogs. Apparently they feed on anything and everything. So hide your family, hide your kids. They'll eat your little scooter. They gobble up tons and tons of goslings and ducklings in the spring. They can take down a white-tailed deer, even an adult. Originally, it was like, wow, this is something we can hunt, but it's become very clear that they're threatening the white-tailed deer, the elk, and especially the waterfowl. No, not the waterfowl. That's horrible. Not to mention the crop damage. Yeah. You know they can just wipe out a whole farm. Yeah. They can wipe out acres of crops overnight, from what I've heard. Like a farmer will wake up and the crops are gone. That's crazy. These pigs are out of control. It says here, the downsides outweigh any benefit that wild hogs may have as a huntable species. What about eating them? Can you eat them? Okay, I looked it up now. They don't taste very good as wild super pig hogs. But uh, if you catch them and feed them some corn for a few months, they taste amazing, like regular bacon. So there's hope here is what I'm saying, guys. Maybe we can get IHOP to get on the case. Now it says here the super pigs have already traversed across the international border, dipping into at least North Dakota. So expect an even greater occurrence as this hybrid population only grows. Like on public transit, if you see something, you should say something. So they're telling you to squeal on the pigs. There's a website called the Squeal on the Pigs website. Fascinating. They got a website to help save the situation. I clicked on the website. It's a squeal on pigs, mb.org. 
It says here on the front page to do your part to eradicate this invasive species. Report sightings or signs of wild pigs as they pose a threat. They contaminate water. They damage natural habitats and farm crops and can spread up to 89 different diseases to commercial and small scale wild stock livestock. If you see evidence of wild pigs in your community, the best thing you can do is report it. Help your neighbors by sharing the information you see here. If you see the pigs, call one eight three three Spot Pig. Wow, they have a phone number too, Spot Pig. <laughs> I should call them. Be like, yo, bro, I see a pack of pigs. Oh, never mind. It's just some fat Americans in a cluster. <laughs> just kidding, guys. Come on. Nope, nope. In all seriousness, if you spot these wild pigs, especially in the following states that I just mentioned, you should call that phone number. Don't approach them. They will eat your leg, apparently. I don't like the name Super Pig. I think we should come up with something better than that, like um, Hell Hogs. Sounds good. Super Swine. What about Killer Piggies? Guys, watch out for the Killer Piggies. I like Killer Piggies. That's fun. The TSA has ruled that peanut butter is a liquid, and it's stirring a debate. Now, you better think twice before you pack that jar of peanut butter on your next flight. I know you guys like to bring peanut butter with you on your flight, right? Because wherever you're going, they're not going to have as good peanut butter as they do where you're at. Maybe you make your own homemade peanut butter and you just can't leave home without it. (laughs) I want to know who can't fly without their peanut butter. This is so bizarre. I can't bear to travel without my peanut butter. All right, maybe it's a problem. I don't know. Let's read. The Transportation Security Administration, you know, they're... um, They're a group of very intelligent people that know how to solve problems, as you know. You've probably had some interaction with them. Geniuses over there at the TSA. I'm sure declaring peanut butter as a liquid is um, making a lot of sense. They've declared that peanut butter is, in fact, a liquid. I'd love to see you try to drink it, but whatever. Okay. Uh, It is now a liquid substance, which means you are not allowed to bring large containers of it onto planes. You're going to have to bring tiny little, you know, little little two-ounce little jars of it can suck it on the plane, suck it out of your little peanut butter jar. Now, taking to social media, the agency explained this decision. Good, because I'm curious. They've noted that passengers are limited to just 3.4 ounces of carrying the snack favorite in their carry-ons. Like, this is really a snack favorite, a little container of peanut butter? Like, I don't know anyone who just snacks on peanut butter, bro. I know some bodybuilders who eat a lot of peanut butter because it's a good source of protein. They'll, like, throw a bunch of it on a banana and I don't know people that bring it on the plane, though. This is all new to me. Here's a quote from the TSA. I'm sure it's smart. They say, you may not be nuts about it, but TSA considers your peanut butter a liquid. In a carry-on, it needs to be 3.4 ounces or less. They said that in, an, in a Twitter post. The agency says that peanut butter fits its th- definition of a liquid, which it declares as something with no definite shape that takes the shape of its container. Yeah, well, gases also take the shape of their container. And let me tell you something, man. Everything's a liquid if you heat it up enough. You could just burn anything into a liquid. It'll turn into almost anything, really. Uh, so I guess you're going to have to bring cheese dip on the plane instead. Although I'm sure that's a liquid. Ugh, I'm so confused. But I don't bring any of these things on the plane. I'm not stupid. Oh, bad news. Another snack that was just added to the list is cheese dip. They're saying that's a liquid. That makes more sense, though. It, it is a liquid. But peanut butter? Bro, it's got butter in the title. It's a butter, not a liquid. Uh, they tweeted also, traveling with your favorite chips and dip. Who travels with chips and dip? Oh, my goodness. It says, you don't want it to become all chips and no dip, so be sure your creamy sauces are 3.4 ounces or less in your carry-on. <laughs> Who's bringing a big bag of chips and dip? I, I, just, I don't know anyone who does this. Do you do this? Anyone do this? 
All right, I did a little digging on the old Google machine uh, because Google will give you answers when it's not listening to everything you're doing so it can sell you things that you don't need. So I looked into this. Apparently, I found a comment from a former TSA screener who says peanut butter is approximately the same density as C4 explosives. So when viewed on TSA's x-ray screens, they can't tell if it is or is not an explosive or some sort of you know, bomb. They can't see through it. Which is which explains why people have attempted to hide their gun in peanut butter when bringing it on the plane because you can't see through it with those x-ray machines apparently. Okay, it's all coming together now. Why don't you just say that then instead of saying something stupid like, no, it's a liquid. Just say, yo, bro, it looks like a bomb. So we're just going to have you not bring that on there. I'm sure people will understand. <laughs> Anyways, I suppose we're just going to have to change the snacks we bring on there. No more peanut butter and crackers. You're going to have to bring a, a hard block of cheese, although... That probably looks like a bomb, too. I, mean, I don't even know what to do about this. How about you just don't bring these things on the plane? <laughs> How about that? <laughs> I solved the problem, guys. Yay! Politicians in Finland are rapping for votes. Two politicians in Finland have come up with a very innovative way to get their message out to potential voters ahead of the April 2nd general election, which is coming up. We have Johan Kvarnström and Cole Thomas. Both of these politicians have released rap videos where they set out their policy platforms and try to engage with potential new voters. New voters? You mean young voters? I'd imagine. If you're trying to engage with young voters, perhaps a rap video might be the way to do it. Kavarnstrom is a freshman member of parliament from the Social Democrat Party and represents a constituency on the southwest coast of Finland with a very large Swedish-speaking population. Performing as his rap alter ego, Karu, I think that's how you pronounce it, Karu, he spits rhymes on his track called The Struggle Goes On. He's rapping about the Nordic nation's carbon-neutral goals, extending compulsory education to age 18, the cradle-to-grave welfare state, equality, support for Ukraine, and, quote, stopping Putin's missiles. The rap video shows the politician turned rapper on the steps of parliament and on a train as he commutes from his hometown to the capital, Helsinki. Just before local singer Seastar croons, you are the change you want to see in the chorus. Crew invokes the star power of his party's leader in a mic drop moment where he says, my party is said to be old-fashioned, but we have Santa Marin. What do you have? My campaign manager has a background in music. We knew each other for a long time, but never collaborated before. We used to be a rapper back in the... Oh, no, now I'm rapping his quote. I'm sorry, that wasn't part of the rap. But his quote could be rapped, I'm sure. He used to be a rapper back in the day, but now he's more into soul and reggae. I used to rap for fun as well. He was pushing me that we should do something together. It's a strength we have and a card we should play. Says here the rap has already generated some positive responses, including a group of senior citizens at a retirement home he visited who knew some of the lyrics. Oh, the senior citizens are digging the rap music. Oh, I think I should play a little bit of this rap music for all of us. Let's let's enjoy this. This is Crew, uh, the politician. Oh, that's great. Oh, yeah, you can hear. He's talking about welfare. He's talking about um, helping the planet. And um, there was a, a, a verse about those super pigs in there that he's concerned about as well. I can speak that language. Finnish, what's it called? <laughs> uh, in the video, he's a young and attractive guy. I think he's got a future in this. Very smart to try something like this. Here's a quote from the, uh, the guy, Kavor, Kavor, uh, Kavorstrom. Kavorstrom. 
Kavarnstrom. Sounds like the name of a deadly hurricane. Hurricane Kavarnstrom. He says, uh, it's a fresh way to come out, something different. I don't see too many likes on Facebook, but my daughter came from her dan- uh, dance lesson and said that people were saying, your dad's video's good. Say hello to him. Uh, well, that's pretty cool. The rap also takes a look at the toll being a politician can take on certain candidates, including time away f- from your family or being on the receiving end of social media trolls, conspiracy theories, and specifically hate mail. Now, as for the other guy in Helsinki, we have the Green League candidate, Cole Thomas, who doesn't actually rap on his track. He leaves that to longtime friend and collaborator, Callum Barrett. Their uh, song, Nova Finlandia, finds inspiration in the baseline and words of Gene Sibelius's Finlandia anthem, which is set to a UK drill beat and with the video shot on top of Helsinki's tallest residential building. Now, on this track, the duo cover environmental issues, building a tunnel from Helsinki under the Baltic Sea to the Estonian capital, Tallinn, nuclear energy, wind, solar, and geothermal power, investing in education and getting young people to be more active. These aren't your typical rap songs, you know, that you hear. Usually it's about uh, very large uh, derrieres, if I may be so poetic, and uh, money, that kind of thing. So hearing a rap about nuclear energy, definitely out of the ordinary. But I find this uh, approach to politics to be kind of fun and cool. Hey, why not try it, you know? We'll see if it works. It says here, Finland's election system encourages voters to cast a ballot for individual politicians, meaning those with more money can make a bigger impact with expansive advertising campaigns, personal appearances, stalls in shopping malls or market squares, and afford to give away items to potential voters, such as pens, badges, and even food like hot dogs, candy, or soup. These are popular freebies during Finnish election cycles. This guy Cole says, it's very difficult to stand out in a crowd of politicians like this. I found my own ways because I talk about a lot of issues other politicians don't talk about. Drug policy being the main one. This is a funny thing people have taken notice of and even other parties have shared it. My video saying it's really cool. But it's really tough. I don't have much money to spend on my own campaign, so I have to think of creative ways to break through. And that's that's where these guys are getting creative and trying to stand out and uh, who I don't blame them because you can you can go viral with something creative on the web it's like the great democratizer on some level you know I have a joke that's gone over a million views on Instagram and um, I didn't have very many followers when it's gone a million views so if you put out something that's good people will respond to it so uh, kudos to these guys for thinking out of the box and you know making voting and politics just more fun in general I like that Hey, thanks again for joining the Weird AF News podcast. The craziest little podcast recorded inside a closet, if I do say so myself. Uh, listen, I'm living proof that if you shoot for the stars, you might miss, but like you'll hit the you'll hit the grass in front of your house. So that's pretty cool too. So at least you got out of your house. <laughs> well, listen, I always put myself down. I like to be humble, but uh, we have reason to celebrate today because we hit three million downloads on the Weird AF News podcast. Yeah, that's right. It's crazy. This little stupid podcast I record inside a closet hit three million. Uh, and I never thought I would do that. I didn't, honestly, I didn't think I'd live that long. Uh, so <laughs> we're doing good, guys. We're trucking along. Anyways, you know, I worked hard to make this happen, but also uh, you guys played a huge part in this, my listeners. Um, and I, I can't thank you enough for sticking with me over the years. And um, making this little podcast grow as it has. Uh, 
to hit three million downloads is, is quite a feat, I think, in the world of podcasting where competition is extremely fierce. So I'm really proud to have hit this milestone. So thank you so much for all of you who have stuck with me throughout the nearly 1,500 episodes that we've gone through for Weird AF News and uh, hitting the illustrious mark of 3 million downloads. Let's do 3 million more. Let's do 30 million. I don't know. Maybe if you tell some friends, we can hit that mark. Anyways, thank you so much. I appreciate you guys so much for the love and for the loyal listenership. I can't tell you how much I... I'm just very humbled by um, the little bit of success that we have had with this little podcast, so thank you so much. If you would like to support the show and show your love... Please go to weirdafnews.com, the official website, and then, you know, you can, on the homepage, you can click on buy Jonesy a coffee, buy me a coffee, or join the Patreon. That's another way to support the show. The Patreon, that's like buying me a coffee every month, keeping me fueled while I put out this uh, weird content. Uh, If you can't support the show with any money right now because uh, times are tough, which is totally understandable, then uh, please tell a friend about the show or maybe consider leaving a review on either Amazon or Apple Podcasts. That's very helpful. If you're listening on Spotify, just click the uh, the five stars, which is, uh, I guess it's super easy. You know, no need to write a review. I don't, I don't think you can, but you can click on the stars and give me some stars. So that's pretty cool. All right. If you'd like to call the show, the number 646-450-2012. I always uh, love to receive emails. Funnyjones at gmail.com. And we will see you tomorrow, my friends. Thanks again. <laughs>